Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads. Hey everyone, welcome to We Don't Need Roads. I'm your host, Craig. Co-host, Chris. And this is a brand new podcast about all things sci-fi, fantasy, comic book related, you know, all things of that nature. It's basically going to focus on TV shows, um, but we're also going to talk about movies and all things in the genre, the genre that we really can't name sci-fi fantasy whatever what what say you it uh, you know if you if you can come up with um a genre title for us you know please don't let us know and you can always submit ideas you know we're we're definitely willing to listen to your comments on how we're doing and please let us know any suggestions we're we're a brand new podcast uh nothing set in stone just yet uh, we're really trying to feel our way through this. We're brand new to this. Uh, basically, this is a, 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 a voyage that we'll be taking with you, hand in hand. You're new to us. We're new new to you. I uh, I'll tell you right now. I like all genres of TV, and when I say all genres of TV, I really mean it. And uh, I also really watch everything, but I won't get into all of that right now. Um, the shows that we're going to focus on here are really my favorites. Um, well, yeah. let's say it's more so things that we have in common. Shows that we have in common. Because there's going to be other shows that I watch that he doesn't. I mean, I'll tell you that my favorite show uh, all time definitively is also probably Chris's yeah. favorite show all time definitively. That's for sure. And it is Lost. And that'll that'll get you to really understand, you know... Where we're coming at yes. and from here. By leaps and bounds, like my favorite show. But that's more so... There's there's other great TV. There's other shows that I have to put on a on my top list. But uh, I mean, I really enjoy anything that has time travel in it. Anything that... I think everything should have time travel. I mean, uh, Chris basically just introduced me to Doctor Who uh, a couple years ago. And I caught up completely. And now that is definitely up there in my favorite shows so um and i've been a who fan or whovian you know you know however you want to say it losty whovian blast it's blast me if i don't say whovian um they'll they'll take away my my membership card yeah uh but i was i've watched since i was young uh the fourth doctor was my doctor now it's a good good uh mix Uh, i mean i i think tenant i'm not sure if tenant has beat out Baker, I think it's neck and neck, but uh, I guess that'll give you a little more information on, on uh, who I am, I guess. I guess there's plenty of other Whovians that uh, like those two, but um, yeah. my faves. I think that uh, I think the fact that I watch all these genres of TV and so much TV definitely makes me appreciate when something is really good. Yes, and you get to see the ins and outs. You really get to understand how TV is made, and um, it informs you. It informs you on other shows. Okay, uh, a little bit about myself. Uh, as you know, I'm a Hoovian. Uh, comic books. Uh, I grew up reading comic books. I have way too much information 
in my mind about comic books and what other what a good uh, amount of Americans would consider useless information. But uh, useless information. Useless information. But it's filling up my memory. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you can get it out here. I can't and remember. Then you can start to remember new See, things. I can't remember what I did last Saturday. I'll definitely remember all things comic book related. Um, I've watched shows. I loved the X-Men cartoon when I was a kid. I thought that was awesome. I was a huge Transformers fan. I had all the toys. Every dollar I had went to Transformers. Uh, so that just tells you like who I was as a kid, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, I had all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys as well and the X-Men toys. And, and you're a Power, Power Ranger. Ranger. I was yeah, a Power was Ranger kid. Yeah, sure. Uh, that obviously tells you a little bit about who we were as kids and that that obviously is why we like what we like now you know i'm i'm a, I'm a little kid in a grown man's body yes <laughs> at least when it comes to these things um but the shows that generally that we both watch things like once upon a time um i personally watch grim i think craig's probably gonna end up to start watching that so that'll hit that list eventually you know uh, a lot of the Fringe. shows a lot of the shows that we watch uh aren't actually on right now i mean uh the i mean we both watch arrow um the tomorrow people just started i mean that's i'd say it's not the best show but shield shield's got powers shield's one that's on now it shield's on week, it's but... marvel so we we watch it it's marvel um but, you know, uh, definitely we are always interested in hearing about new shows that you think we'll like. And this is a bit of a slow week, so bear with us. And it's good. We're going to go through our growing pains of a new podcast. And, you know, there's not so much on our plate right now, which is uh, I'm definitely uh, grateful for. Uh, and uh, Chris listens to a lot of podcasts, so he, he knows. But, I, I mean, I listen to a lot of talk radio. So this is something that's new for both of us on this end of it, but we definitely both have a lot of experience listening. On the production side, yes, definitely. We, this is brand new for us. But yeah, um, we're fans, and we feel like uh, the fan is the most important part of the equation, and that's what our show is going to cater to, fans speaking to fans. Well, on that note, let's just jump right into talking about some of these TV shows. There's only been a few shows on this week. Is there anything that stood out to you? I mean, Arrow and Tomorrow People are pretty much the only two. I mean, I watched Grimm also. Yeah, how was it? Yeah, it was okay. Um, should I start watching? Uh, it's, it's. I think you should, yeah. If you watch Once Upon a Time, it's kind of like in the same ballpark. But a little bit more serious, I would say. It has well, its moments. How many how many seasons is that? Uh, let me see. What is this? The second season, I believe. Second season. That's not that much. I, I think I can do that. I'm in the middle of Kyle XY right now, so I mean, you told me to watch it, but it's uh, it's one of those family friendly ones. Yeah, if if I remember correctly. <laughs> It's kind of, I mean, yeah, you said it was more like Smallville, but... I think it was, I think at the same, because it was on around the same time, and they were obviously trying to, you know, steal the fire. I don't, I don't really feel Smallville when I watch it, but I do know what you're saying, because it's got it's, that it's same... It's the same thing, it's, it's a super-powered person, uh, he's just being raised by a family, 
everything's got like values and he's like a hero and he keeps getting like finding new abilities exactly the way Smallville same exact thing same exact thing and it's got that uh, seventh heaven it's got that uh, that whole look that cop turns out to be the uh, the guy in the mask on Arrow what cop oh um, no I think uh, more so he was sent out there to be a decoy a obviously decoy. It's the, the thing guy. is is that I knew all along the cop was was in on it because from the moment I saw the cop, I knew that was the guy. But that was already. I think it was guaranteed. They 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 say they, they said it, but they I knew meeting. a couple weeks before that. Oh. Either way, um, this was a nice surprise that it was him under the mask when they pulled it off. But well, I, I, I knew it wasn't going to be was sacrificed. He was sacrificed. Yes, once once all of that happened, that was understood. But I thought it was a nice surprise that it was him under the mask because I thought that um, it was Sebastian at first. Once he got shot, I knew it wasn't Sebastian. I knew it was going to be somebody else. Um, and at that point, it was a great uh, position to put him in. One thought I had was if you're there and you're Brother Blood, you're not there by yourself. His strength is the fact that he has like a clan that like follows him. That's brother his, Blood, yeah. you're using a term from the comics? That's his... Uh, no, did I say Brother Blood? Yeah. What's his... He's just Sebastian Blood. No, they say Brother Blood. Don't they never say that? Maybe they not, do. It's the comics. Maybe they do. Uh, I can't tell you where it came from, but the information's in my head. <laughs> um, either way, this guy... I mean, you notice his power, he has no powers. His thing is manipulation, right? Yeah, but That's his uh, Slade is manipulating him. He shouldn't be fighting, like, fist fighting. Not in this kind of Slade? level thing. No, no, Slade, yeah, sure. I'm He's talking Death, about Deathstroke. Yeah, and that's cool. See, that's cool. That they show him in the, uh, the full-on Deathstroke outfit, right? Yes. So. Speaking of things... Towards the comics, uh, we finally got a Roy and Ali team up at the end. Uh, it's the first. It's the beginning of that. It's it's finally happening. I mean, I knew, <clears throat> I knew now that he got these powers, the scene was probably coming. But it was still awesome at the end to see the two of them I don't know why finally getting powers. Like if that shouldn't. Well, I what's think his they're going to cure him. I think they're going to cure him. And make it to because he's gonna like lose control. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to like do something. Well, I remember in. Or the, is he gonna like learn to be like zen about it and then just be able to control? Like still have the powers. Why should he? He shouldn't be superpowered. Isn't Nobody his character? Show. Isn't his character though in, in the comics? In the comics, and I remember it in the Justice League cartoon. He had no powers. That Roy Harper. Uh, Roy Harper. What, you mean Arsenal? When he's Arsenal? Arsenal, when he's Arsenal. That's different. Again, he doesn't have powers. He just gets like... Uh, so this is fire. a variation of that, though. That's that's not good. Variation of both. No, that's to put good. him in. I mean, they're calling Thea Speedy. Well, that's a little... There's more of an homage. To him, it should be him. Well, you can't call a, a main character Speedy and be taken seriously. But not on television. Did you notice how he was wearing the a red hoodie? It'll work. Huh? Did you notice how he was wearing a red hoodie? Oh no, he's always been. He's been wearing red. It's Smallville. Well, of course, it's Smallville. Uh, same same people who worked on the wardrobe, I guess. You know, they did that in Power Rangers too. <laughs> what? They, they all wore their colors to school. Oh yeah, of course, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so they worked into the story how shitty Laurel looked. 
that they whatever. worked into the story that she's hooked on drugs oh, and she's, she's cracked out. That's why she lost weight as a as a as a choice for her uh-huh. role. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They worked it into the story how shitty she's been looking, and we we said that weeks ago. You think she did it intentionally? That was her. That was her direction. Maybe I mean her direction. She she's supposed to look right. like she's crazy and that she's on drugs, and I don't know. What do you think about that gothic elf chick? <laughs> Sin. Her name's Sin. Is that uh, really her name? Sin? Sin. She looks like 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 a like Neil Gaiman. I think Neil Gaiman every scene. If, if Neil Gaiman did Whoville, she'd be a who. I think every scene that she's in is uh, kind of bothers there? me. And what's up with her hair? Like she, <laughs> why does she have that lines, elf? She looks like an elf. All of her lines are so forced and no, she's just and campy and whatever. Not my thing. I don't know where she. The why whole she did Thea, the whole Thea storyline from day one, all of that is uh, just not. I just don't think it. It holds up. I think. I think the only thing that keeps it there is the fact that you know that he's Roy, and that makes it important. For uh, for, for Red, or are they going to call him call him Red Arrow? No, no way. He's not even going to. Because Green Arrow's still not even no. quite no. Green Arrow. They're never going to call him Red Arrow. Arrow. What's going to be called? Red? Is Red? Maybe Arsenal. Yeah, but that's not good. He has. He'd have to have like swords and weapons and stuff. No, he, he just had a just in the like, in the cartoon. He just had like a metal arm. No, he had an arm that a metal arm that turned that like turned into, into all kinds yeah. of shit. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't have just the metal. That's like Colossus. He didn't just not have just like Colossus. It shot missiles and stuff. Lex Luthor made okay. it. Exactly. Lex Luthor yeah. made because it because he had that that uh, bodyguard. At least that's how it is in the animated. I don't know if that's exactly how it is in the comic, but he had that female bodyguard who was basically yeah. the same thing. She had all those things like in her. Mm-hmm. Her arms would change. She would do whatever. I don't know if she was a cyborg or full-on robot. I don't know. One of those two. I want to discuss later in the news um, about Lex Luthor. But... That's for then? Yeah. What did you think about the Tomorrow People? Because the only the main thing that stood out to me was the fact that I just binge watched Continuum a couple weeks ago, and, blind, yeah. and she was she's the, there. She the was there. The militant, like her name is Jasmine Garza in Continuum. Okay, she she's the militant. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Now, what I think though about the show, I think about this episode specifically. It's already not the best show. It's uh, <laughs> it's not that good at all, really. It's pretty to bad. be honest. But uh, it, and it draws a lot from other stories, right? Yeah, the only but reason I like it is because it's got it's teleported. Another, yeah, it's another superpower show. Why, why would you not watch it? You're going to watch it, right? It's like if any comic, any comic related movie or show or anything like that, I'm going to watch. Even though this isn't like doesn't have a history in the comics, but same kind of thing. You know, it's anything in that genre. I'm just going to at least watch it for a while and see if it's good or not. I mean, I watched Revolution. If I watch Revolution, I think I can watch pretty much anything. Well, I haven't um, watched Revolution. I, I almost did. I, I remember I got the first episode, and it was sitting there for weeks, and I decided not to watch it. It's a train wreck. And, uh, yeah, but, never got into but it. Tomorrow, people. Uh, it ripped off, like, Magneto and, like, Brotherhood of the, of the Evil Moons. It, like, completely ripped that off, that storyline. That guy, 
he's the he's Magneto. He's like their Homo sapiens. What's his name? Julian. Julian. Was the yeah. character's name. Uh, uh, they're they're weak and we're stronger. So he yeah. feels like he can kill them and do whatever. That's a Magneto mentality and the evil mutant thing. Them like all joining behind. And so now you have that good and bad. That's that's in every story, even. But he's like more evangelical about it, which kind of fits. You know what I'm saying? The X Men. That's exactly how you kind of you picture these two guys is like client, like like. Uh, yeah, but I feel like cult they're leaders, also cult leaders. Both of them, Xavier. Storyline is like that, but not the not the everything of it because it's it's, it's definitely a ripoff of, of like X Men. They have their but they own they all have the same powers. That's. That's the main. That's the variation of yeah. that same story, you know. Yeah. That same old story. Here's a variation. So uh, I knew from the beginning, as I'm sure you did, that uh, Russell or Miles, as I like to call him, uh, was going to get his ass beat. You like that? You're saying? No, I just what? knew it was going to happen from the happen? first minute that he was even face to face with the other with Julian. I knew that he was going to end up going back, and that was going to happen. Um, I didn't know the severity of it. Because um, it's like the, the by the way, the reason cares. I like to call him Miles is because he definitely reminds me. It doesn't me look like Miles. Of Miles. You know, funny. See, I, I didn't even pick up. I didn't even pick that up. I didn't pick up that wasn't his name. I have no idea what his name is. Yeah, I said Russell. His is name Russell? is Russell, but Miles. It's just, just that that show is so forgettable. Because he's a comic relief. He's Miles. Yeah, of course. He's, yeah, yeah. So, the 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 tomorrow people's only flaw is that they can't kill, and it's but silly. They can it's kill silly. in groups. He's they getting can headaches. Help, he's but getting they can headaches. kill in groups. Not kill. If there's enough of kill. them, they, they could have though. If no, because that last guy, that last guy just gets that headache, and he just can't go. But then why can't them. they do it again? Right, five minutes later after they get the headache. What I think, what it is. Why can't they just get back up and then hit him one more time? What it is. It does, it's not reliant on who's throwing the punches. It's reliant on how close to death the guy is. So if he's close to death and it's going to take a punch or two, no one's going to throw those punches. No one's going to throw those kicks if he's like nearing death. You know what I'm saying? So it never gets that far. He just gets beat up and, you know, slightly beat up, I guess. Never taken to death. Or else they have to take a break. They get a break and come back? I don't know. But well, the headache Arrow, happens. Uh, and that's Roy, what he Roy was going to kill that guy. Okay. On Arrow, Roy was going to kill that guy that he... Uh, oh, yeah. That yeah. he was beating down in the uh, prostitute. That was so stupid, too. That that prostitute story. She's like, they... Oh, she's like, oh, yeah, well, I know... I know of this... This, uh, this guy that goes and picks up prostitutes and uh, cuts them up. Let's go get him. And then he's just the first person that pulls up to pick her up as she's a hooker in the street. The street hooker? This guy's the first guy to pull up and just pick her up? Yeah. yeah or do you think she had to fuck a few people before that Maybe. guy? That, that's what happens. That's what hits the uh, editing room floor. <laughs> they film those scenes. Who said dickhead? Somebody got called a dickhead in this episode. I didn't hear that. They, somebody got called a dickhead. Uh, I was I just like, didn't saying, even notice They're it. saying dickhead? It's because you were watching it with your son. And it's true. That's why you noticed it. That's why it stood out. Like, but, I didn't notice but it. But I'm surprised when I people... I didn't notice when it. When people go, dickhead? Like, how often do you hear dickhead on TV, on regular TV? You don't. Yeah, you're right. But I didn't even notice it at all. I do have a bit of a prediction, though, with the show. With, not the show, with the episode. So I guess I'll save it for the predictions 
section later on in the show. Okay. I'm going to blow my wad right now, you know? <laughs> well, uh, I know you don't like being human, but uh, this week I have to tell you something ridiculous that happened. So the werewolf guy, Josh, he's been stuck as a werewolf this season. This there's, season? What do you mean? He's, he's, there's only so been he's one. Now? There's only oh. been one episode. Okay. There's only been one episode. Okay. I thought last, it was like it just came back. It just, no, no, no. it just came back last week, and uh, he in the finale of last season, I don't even know. Some witchcraft made him uh, stuck as a werewolf, and he stuck. And he only turns into himself during full moons. Okay, so, so it's reversed. It's reversed. So it's been like two or three months since the show's been on, and that's how long it's been on the show as well that they've been dealing with this, with him being a werewolf. So they are going to any length necessary to fix him at this point, and the ghost, Sally, comes back, and she has magic. She has witchcraft now. From where she has been. So they're just trying to stretch this already stretched concept of like every single mythological thing in one story. They're well, trying to like go extreme with it. Next it's pretty spot. intense at this point. Angels. And you're going to get angels and stuff like supernatural. And uh, he, she does a spell on him. Well, she does a spell where basically she needs. She she said the main ingredient that she needed. What because you know. Sometimes for this witchcraft, they've needed to cut people's hearts out, and they've needed to do things like that. And who is this? The ghost? The ghost now has powers, but the witch... The ghost doesn't do, like... They, they can't there was a witch that did this, but the witch... The ghost killed the witch, and the, uh, some shit happened. Either she way, quickening. She now she has powers, and they decide to do this spell, and they need a um, ridiculous scene where they need um, a woman who's menstruating to... Uh, they need that blood for the spell to work. That, that the most ridiculous scene. But either way, um, they so do the spell. So how they collect it? The, the his girlfriend happened to be. So they just capture a chick and like. No, it was his girlfriend. It was his oh. girlfriend that wanted to be do to the werewolf's girlfriend. So she was down. The werewolf's girlfriend wanted to do it from the beginning. Yeah. Yes. So she so, offered her up her own. Yes. So. <laughs> Let's skip past that. Um, the uh, the ghost uh, does the spell, and they get a knife out of the blood puddle. The knife comes out. I don't know. The knife then has to be stabbed into the heart of the werewolf. Menstruation knife? This is, is it, does it have a name? Does it get named? I don't know. Dubbed any kind of special? So they do it, and they stab him, and they, it gets done, and he dies. And they're all like, what the hell's going on? He died. Like... What happened? And the ghost disappears because at this point she's now time traveling as well. She doesn't know how or why, but she's been time traveling. Is it, how's the show doing ratings? Do you know? Do you I know don't know how the ratings are, but are they like? Is this? I did like read a, that it is the best original show on Sci-Fi. I mean, but it's not even original. It's not even original. It's BBC. Yeah. it's BBC, but it's better than that one, I'm sure. I mean, because that one. That one was that one. It was considered only went two seasons, right? No, no, no. And and anyway, a lot of British shows. That's true. And, and they're shorter short though. They're, they're shorter short seasons. Runs. These seasons have been long. I, I've enjoyed this show, but either way, what happens then 
is that she disappears, so they just sit there upset, like, trying to figure this out, and all of a sudden, a hand comes out of the werewolf's mouth, and they cut the werewolf open and pull Josh out of the werewolf. It That's was why it was a menstruation. You know what? It's so funny. When you said that earlier, I was thinking the symbolism is going to be rebirth. It's going to be birth. Not rebirth, but birth. Right? They pull like gonna, him out. It would sound like a healing bloody. thing. It would sound like a healing thing. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Yes. That is exactly what happened. Well, there he is. And, but then she comes back and she said... Did you see you, that coming? Ah, no, you didn't see that coming. I that's didn't see them did. pulling him out. Of, Men- menstruation knives no, and no. being pulled out of uh, I did himself? not see that wow, coming. That's cool. See? That was cool. They surprised you. They did. I don't know if they... See, I didn't see the show, so I don't know if it uh, played well. It was surprising, but uh, but she then the where the with the witch slash ghost whatever Sally she comes back and she uh, says why did you do that like I didn't finish the spell they were like you were nowhere to be found and we saw him coming out of there so we got him out but he's now all weird and at the end it shows his eyes glow so now in the next episode he's gonna be like a werewolf like human werewolf person so it doesn't change. And he's just super strong all the time. Which, how werewolves should be in shows, because it's lame, uh, the way that they so do it. So he had nothing when he wasn't a werewolf? He had nothing? He was just playing? Um, maybe his sense of smell is a bit better. I don't know. I don't really even know. But in the next episode, no, it looks like he's like killing people and going crazy. So we'll see. But I want to say, in the British version of that show... The werewolf was Alonzo from Doctor Who. Al- Alonzi Alonzo. Right? Yeah, I think, from uh, the Titanic? I think you Is said that Titanic. To me when I watched that episode. Yeah, I believe I believe that's the same actor. Alonzi Alonzo. Yeah. And he also gives uh Captain Jack he's like what yeah. does he give him? Like a note? He tells by that guy. Oh, that's his name he gives him his name. Yeah. He tells yeah. him his name is Alonzo. Yeah. That guy's name's Alonzo. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's in the last that was, episode that was when he said that was his goodbye was everybody his goodbye he saves other Jack. people's lives he throws Captain Jackson ass <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything else I, I was on like a crazy Star Trek binge and I think I have to get out of Star Trek mode. <laughs> to be honest I'd like some shows I, I want Doctor Who it's just so far away well that kind of leads us into the news if you want to get going yeah, let's hear about the news. For all you Whovians out there, Doctor Who comic books are coming sometime this year. Who? And the comics will be published by Titan Comics. Okay. And they will focus on standalone adventures for the 10th, 11th, and 12th Doctors. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to enjoy that. By what, what publisher? Titan Comics. Titan. So it's probably they're probably going to be digital, digital comics. I'm sure you'll I be able to get them in both. Maybe. I don't know if they're going to. I guess since it's Doctor Who, it'll be. They'll say standalone adventures, though. So um, that's we'll cool. See. It's a big finish. It's going to be big finish. Since see what happens with big finish is they only have rights to do the old doctors. So they cannot do nine or whatever numbering you want to use and up, but nine. That's the numbering I'm using. Uh, you can't do nine and up. Uh, but so I guess that's what this is about. 
But you said 10th, so not even the 9th? He doesn't get anything? Unless they're using the other numbers. No. That, that means no Capaldi, and there's no way they're going to not include Capaldi and promote like their current product. That's they'll, true. They'll do, they'll do it all. They'll do it all. The Eccleston just gets, uh, he's the red-headed stepchild. Because he, because he dissed them. He dissed. He, he, he dissed them. I don't know started, what other words to say. He, some he dissed them. He, started some he dissed them. He peed in their pool. He did. It, you it's, know, he echoed them. I, I don't like when people get a little high them. and mighty about things. I don't like when Chris Tucker did it with Friday. I don't like when he does it. I, I can't stand this. I think you have to do... A, you know, echo. I think you need to he swallow... He couldn't be in the finale because of that. I mean, as much as I think you should stand for what you think, I think you need to swallow your pride sometimes because the fans that supported you through a process and like that's the reason they kind of they, they, they were introduced to you or whatever it is the reason they one of the reasons they like you and you refuse to re- replay you know replay that role it's a disservice to the fans these are people that supported you and when they w- rely on you to come back and it's a responsibility you should be able to come back you should come back and do things so not doing you know in Smokey's case Friday um, but in his case you know, it's the 50th anniversary. People expect, they have an expectation, and you have a responsibility. Also, he left the show on pretty bad terms. That, that I can see is what fueled the not coming back. Right. It, it is, okay, I love the fourth Doctor. He did the same thing. It was his pride. He played the role for too long. He didn't want to be typecast. He wanted to go get other, you know, roles. But again, like, it's just a one time. It's not like... You're coming back and playing it again forever. It's just one time for the fans. Come back and do it. You owe, the, especially him. Like uh, Eccleston already had a, I, I think he would still have a good career. Nobody would know the name Tom Baker. I mean, Eccleston, so, I just uh, know him as the. Uh, conversely, nobody may know the name Doc, you know, no, well, we don't know his name, but Doctor Who, uh, I probably wouldn't know about Doctor Who if it wasn't for Tom Baker because they, they, it's, it's a symbiotic relationship. They both made each other hugely famous. Well, I know of Eklundson as the uh, invisible Claude from uh, and Heroes. He's done, he's done other things. He was just like in Thor. And, and he didn't get that because of Doctor Who. I wouldn't say Doctor Who was like his catapult. I mean, he was only in one season. Yeah. It was just another thing on his long well, list of... The, uh, the time of the Doctor Christmas special, which you know my opinion on, but whack. I... Uh, I just thought that Matt deserved Matt deserved much better than that, but it was rated the um, BBC's highest rated show in 2013. Well, that doesn't BBC necessarily America. mean BBC quality. America is what I meant. That to means say. hype. Did it did it match the hype? No, I don't think so. I think a lot of people will still give it a pass just because it's. Well, it was up seventy. Hype, it was up seventy two percent from last year's Christmas special. And uh, it was Matt Smith's. Okay. It was Matt Smith's last episode. Mm-hmm. And it was coming right after the Day of the Doctor. I wonder how Christmas, that was. Uh, Day that of the Doctor 50th anniversary special. And how did that work? Which was fantastic. Um, but, you know. Go ahead. I'm gonna I just think it was a letdown. I just, I, I really didn't like it. I thought it was a good Christmas special because they're usually pretty campy like that. You know what it but is? His, I think Matt Smith's Christmas specials 
have not been the greatest. And it's not his fault. I think the it's, Christmas it's specials the have always been very campy, though, because it's Christmas. I like tenants. I, I don't think I, I had a problem with them. I didn't have a problem with any of them. I don't know. His first uh, real episode was a Christmas special. That was his first episode. Yeah. Then he regenerated that episode. He regenerated well, prior. And then he just like, you know. Well, he, he regenerated and then passed out. Exactly. He needed to, he needed to, he needed his tea. That's what it ended up being, yeah? Yeah. Uh, not fish, no, uh, fish no, fingers and custard. No fish fingers. This guy, they're two different tastes. Uh, <laughs> two different feels. He liked having uh, citrus in his pocket. Yeah. He preferred that. Well, um, you know, Mike Peterson on S.H.I.E.L.D., the guy with the uh, arm, the guy from the first episode with the sun yeah, that from, just blew up and died. Sure, he's from Angel. Well, he didn't really die. I mean, we saw yeah, at the I end that right. he's got uh, got that thing in his head that makes him have to follow somebody's directions. The, the eye from that other episode. Yes. Well, he will become Deathlock. No. Executive producer Jeff Loeb confirmed his first appearance will be next month. That's kind of cool. See, look, this uh, this show keeps doing these things that gives me like hope that there's a potential that they're going to make this. There's a payoff. I'm expecting a payoff. They're selling me on it right now. Okay. The main reason I'm sit- sticking around because I'm seeing all these. I haven't seen a lot of superpowers. I haven't seen a lot of like excitement to be honest. Um, cause I want to see that. I want to see superpowers. I don't want to just see heroes, like people going around saving the day. I mean, that's fun. Sure. But I want to see, you know, some good stuff. Ridiculous. Uh, sure. This um, is a- so I, this has to pay off and that's, this show is going to pivot on that one thing for me because it's exactly the heroes. I hope it doesn't s- suffer from the heroes syndrome because heroes just kept like, Wetting your appetite, like just getting you ready for something, and just never gave it to you. Didn't give it to you. The new Superman movie was postponed. Yes. And there's a lot of theories on why that has been, why it's been postponed. And that was kind of what I wanted to speak about was Lex Luthor is going to be the big bad, is what they've said. Sure, they they talked about that before. I mean, they've I think that that's. That. I think that's where it was going. I mean, we've already got Zod in the first one. Well, they they, they said they said well they they even have his name. They're gonna have Batman. And they're gonna have Bruce Wayne. So they're gonna have Lex. So they show we saw Lex Corp and, in, and Wayne Corp in the first Wayne movie. Tech Wayne Tech. We saw Wayne Tech. Um, what is it? Satellite. Right? So it's Lex Luthor and Metallo in the movie, mm-hmm. and they're speaking about possible Aquaman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's basically confirmed, right? Yeah, so that's what the idea is, a lot of people are, are assuming, is let's do the Justice League sooner than later. They were talking about doing the Justice League movie, and they pushed that up, and they pushed Superman. So I think this is going to be at the very Wonder Woman. A lead in. At, at the very at the lead. Very lead uh, what I, my assumption is. Superman scared the shit out of everybody. That fight in Metropolis sends waves, right? And there's going to be a, maybe a coalition, something like this, to where it's like we need we need checks and balances. And if anybody's the one who would come up with a concept like that, it's Bruce Wayne. It's Batman. 
he'll say, we need this. And he'll go and get the other superpowers that can kind of... That's the point of the Justice League. Not only to like protect the world or whatever it is they're doing, uh, it's also to keep each other in check, keep an eye, at least in Batman's mind. Well, you've already now got Batman and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. That's, That's Trinity. the Trinity. Blue Trinity. I mean, and then that can lead into it. Yeah, sure. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's a theory. Well, they're talking about Aquaman now. Mm-hmm. Um, they've even said some people that may be playing him. Uh, I think that they said Josh Holloway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, what's and his from, face? Uh, from Game of Thrones. Manoa. Manoa. Game of Thrones. He was in... From Game of Thrones. Yes, sir. Uh, he was also in Stargate Atlantis. That's my first... And what, Conan? Was he Conan? Who's Conan? I didn't see it. And uh, there's John Stewart rumors. Green Lantern. That's you just said the Justice League. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is, folks. Justice League. The rumored Justice League. But uh, but for sure, that's. I mean that that may be what they're trying to do. That may be what they're trying to do. Well, they, they realize. They, they're, they're, they're coming in slow. They can't come in. They can't do what Marvel did, introducing it with so many different movies prior. They, Marvel yeah. has a huge head start. This will take forever for, for DC to do. Yeah, well, they're trying to live up to the Avengers, which I it mean. It's hard to do. It's not going to be easy. That was a great movie. It's just they fit. The way they do things is it feels like a comic book just playing out on, to, on, the, on, on the big Marvel. screen. Yeah, it's just done perfectly. The right tone, everything is just. They did it. They right. did it really well. Just right. They did it really well. Speaking of Marvel, um, they just released a teaser trailer for the new X Men movie. Now I know you won't. You refuse to watch the original trailer, which is awesome. But we won't get into that. Oh yes, um, and, uh, but in the teaser, no spoilers. It's... I live. I live an entirely spoiler-free lifestyle, and and it's more so in that situation. I don't want to be sold. They're they're great at editing things. The, the wrong department makes those trailers in my mind, because they'll show you all the best parts amazing. of a movie. I think it's a great trailer, but it'll be the or the, and they'll show you scenes edited in a way to where it's misleading. Obviously, you think it's something else, and I don't want to have any, any expectations. I feel. The reason I like Captain America, the reason I like Thor, I, I come in with very low expectations because as a comic book reader, I was not a big Avengers fan. I was not. I didn't like Iron Man. I don't like. Yeah, Hulk. I've never really been an like, Avengers fan, no, but uh, the said, movie was fantastic. X Men's X Men Justice League. These are badass teams. These are badass teams. The Avengers seem always seem blind to me. Like Fantastic Four, I can. I don't care about Fantastic Four. You know what I'm saying? Well, but they definitely play on the big screen, and the reason of also, I mean, obviously, the Iron Man movies is what kind of set the tone. So it's what is it? Fabro, Fabro kind of began yeah. this, but Whedon is is amazing at this, and he really knows. How, he, he has a good idea of what the fans like. Well, I mean, he does Shield. He does, but I don't think he does. I think that's a t- title. I think that's a title. Like I think a, that's a you you kind of run this universe, so we're gonna let you, you know, put all this under your like moniker. You're you're like the I'm sure he can veto shit, but I don't know how much how much attention he really puts to the show. In other words, or else it would be better. It would be better. It would definitely be better because 
his past TV, Firefly, and like Buffy is definitely not a show I'm going to want to watch. You know, it's just not my thing. But when you watch it, you get the appeal. And you could see how he writes these characters so in-depth and so well. The same way you see in Firefly. I did watch Angel for like a season. And I thought it was actually not bad. One of the later seasons. I think it may have been the last season or two seasons, maybe. It wasn't great. And again, it was very very Buffy. But you see how well he writes characters. And how, how to the fans his, his writing style is. You know? Yeah, well. He's a fan's writer. I know you don't like spoilers, but... Uh, well, you're going to spoil me and that's it? I'm no, scared. well, here's the thing. There was a teaser trailer for X-Men. Uh, it was three to four seconds long. Oh, really didn't that? show anything. Okay, well, so you didn't tell me that. No, part. no. The trailer that <laughs> I wanted you to see was a real trailer. Okay, no, It's amazing. No thanks. no, thanks. This a teaser trailer just came out, and the headline for it is Reveals Quicksilver. So that's my spoiler for you. Okay, well, let's watch. Yeah, let's watch it. Let's spend the time to watch it. On here. Well, here Gather it is, right here. It's, press, the uh, press the button. Let's let everybody. It's everybody. The, you go go online. You're gonna find it. Nothing happened. Nothing happened at all in this teaser trailer. Uh, okay. The real trailer, I think you need to see because no. it is amazing. So they, what did they do? They just showed his face now. But Quicksilver is going to be in it. What's the what's the title of this? Let's tell everybody so they can. New X Men: Days of Future Past teaser reveals Quicksilver and Jennifer Lawrence's seventies fashion. I could care less about the seventies fashion. That that I'm just. Let me just put that out there, and I see that they, they've used the picture. Yes. This is on uh, what is this? Entertainment Weekly. It is. Okay, um, but that was not much of a teaser. That was just some guy's face. No, but uh, you really need to see the video. The, I'm, no, the first one. I just want to watch the movie. When is when is that? The summer? No, actually, it comes out on May twenty third. So um, there is a new series coming to TNT. Mm-hmm. It's actually not a new series because already one season has happened in uh, France and Canada. It's Transporter, the series. Okay. Statham? Has it been Stathamed? It's obviously not going to be Jason Statham. No. Um, Is it like him when he's younger? Before he went bald? Maybe maybe it's his teenage years. Yeah, I mean, well, if you want to check it out, it's coming late 2014. There's already one season if you want to, you know. There's already a season? Yes. How did this happen? Because it didn't air in America. It aired in Canada. And France. Well, all you Game of Thrones fans... Uh, HBO will be airing a 15-minute Game of Thrones special on Sunday, February 9th at 8.45. It will feature a look back at previous seasons and a few teases for season four. I found this list of top 10 lost episodes. And it's it's actually as voted by TV.com users. One of Craig's favorite sites. I do really like TV.com. We do not work for them. Um, TV.com employees, if you're interested, you can uh, <laughs> sponsor our, our podcast if you like. But it's a freebie. Yes, yes, you can. Um, but I really do enjoy the site. And uh, they posted a top 10 list of lost episodes. And uh, I just wanted to tell you what they thought. Let's get the rundown. Number 10 was Lockdown. That was season 2, episode 17. 
That you know, awesome that was the one where Henry Gale, you find out that he's not exactly Henry Gale. And Locke is down, and the hatch goes in lockdown. Yes. Plan where it's you ability, see the map. Which is spent many hours of my contemplation and my insanity of uh, obsessing over a show that, uh, you know, it's not a documentary. This didn't really happen. But uh, that was a pivotal episode for me. Uh, what number is that? Is that 10? That is season two, episode seventeen. Sure, but is it ten on the list? Is it? That is number ten on the. So we're going on the list. Yes, okay. number nine is the man from Tallahassee, which is awesome. The I submarine explodes. Oh yeah, sure. Um, you know, at that point, you don't think that they're going to be able to get off the island anymore. Um, isn't that also the episode where Sawyer kills uh, John Locke's father, or is that when you find out that? It's, I know that the man from Tallahassee is John Locke's father, correct? To be honest, I can't. It, it's been so long. Yeah, even yeah. I've seen I, it do, I believe that's the episode where you find out at the end that he is now on the island. TV.com say it doesn't say anything in the little no. It's just about the submarine. Um, okay. So number eight is the man behind the curtain. That's, okay, wait a minute. The man from Tallahassee is Locke's dad. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's season the, three, episode thirteen. Sure, locked up. Locked up in the room. Yeah, that's when you find out that he's on the island. This the man is, from this, Tallahassee. I'm, I'm embarrassed for my loss. Yeah, that's why I was doubting myself because I thought you would know. I but do know. I knew as well. Um, let's go to number eight. It's the, the man behind the curtain, season three, episode 20. Awesome. It's Jacob's Cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, that scene was pretty amazing. We definitely dissected that scene. Of course, everybody still shots. Still shots, still shots of looking at it Jacob. over and over, over and over, figuring out who it is. And, and it, ends up being, it ends up being the guy who actually played it. Uh, I'm sorry, his name escapes me, but he was the prop master of the show. They just had him sit in. Yeah. And during the podcast, the, the official podcast, they did a couple video podcasts, and he was they 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 used him. In this episode, him. in this episode, you also see Ben as a child um, run into the jungle and meet Richard yes. at the same age as he is now. Chasing his and mother. I believe that might be the first time you see Richard in another time looking the same. I that I can tell you. Which brings us also to number seven, Ab Eterno, season six, episode nine, where we learn everything about Richard. Who's an awesome character. And we also learn more about Jacob and uh, the man in black. I thought that episode was great because... Uh, we finally got Richard explanation all the way down the road. They they held off on purpose because everybody that was the thing that everybody wanted to see. What's funny is and this: it wasn't bad. the person that wrote this article wrote. Uh, I would like to quote them because I thought it was pretty funny. We learn a little more about Richard Alpert, but still not why he wears so much eyeliner. That was a running joke. Yes, at Comic Con, he... he was in it. He was in a clip. That it shows him putting eyeliner on yes, before going in. Which is awesome. I was there for that. That was pretty funny. Um, number six was Exodus, parts two and three. Season one, episode 24 and 25. That is the classic uh, Walt being taken off the boat. And uh, that episode right there really uh, got me seriously hooked on Lost to a point of no return. Pausing on the shark. That had to be the shark episode. Pausing. I believe that was the... Definitely. No, I believe that was the... What the, is this? This is part one or part... Well, this is part two and three. Um, okay, so that was probably... They're saying that part one did not uh, make it into the list because Arts blew himself up 
in part one and thought they thought that was stupid. I know you love when Arts blows up. How could that not? How could that be stupid? That's one of the best deaths on television. Are you kidding me? That how many people did I get hooked on the show just showing them that? Right? I guarantee you the first thing I showed you was Arts blowing up. I guarantee it. Well, I watched your first. No, lost. I watched season one and half of season two in a matter of three days. Sure, but and, why did you do that? Because uh, I will, my place. Well, yes, I will tell you that. Um, the scene where Walt gets taken off the raft, that season finale, I finished watching that at 5 o'clock in the morning and immediately needed to go into the next episode and wanted to know what happened to Walt for the rest of the series. And that's why Walt was a big deal for me, um, where I know he wasn't as much for you and for some other people. I, I definitely did. I think most people had Walt. Walt is one of those, he did not reach his potential. It was just an unfortunate thing. He just grew out of the role, the actor, and that's the thing. That's why he's such a fan favorite. But then they so worked that people, in to the to the uh, story that he was older we because didn't it was get, three years later. Yes, but we didn't get the meat and potatoes. We got a couple gratuitous scenes, but we didn't get the what was Walt really going to be about. They had to, they had to change. They had to change. They, they had no choice. They had to expect that might have happened. Well, let's uh, let's Casting. go to number five. Is the shape of things Although to come? The, awesome. the shape of things to come is number five, season four, episode nine. It's when uh, Alex is executed in front of Ben, and uh, he barely reacts. Kimi, Kimi, who okay. has also uh, been Everywhere? in something else recently. I saw everything, everything but, ever made. You mean? But everything ever made. But he was in something recently that I watched. Oh, the first episode of Kyle X Y. He was in. Oh, there you go. He's he was a cop. He was he's the dog man our, in Dark Angel. Yes, he's our genre's Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I wouldn't put him quite he's up. He's the white. I wouldn't put him quite up with Samuel L. Jackson. He's the white Samuel L. Jackson. Not quite. Not quite. In, 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 our, in our genre. Only. Yes, in this genre. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, this was the first episode after the writer's strike. Or was it? It was, uh, it was right after the writer's strike, I okay. believe. So uh, we were pretty excited for this. And Anything lost was, was exciting. Number four is there's, there's No Place Like Home, part two and three, season four, episode 13 and 14. This was um, this? when Ben pushes the wheel oh, yeah. and moves the island. Um, pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Also, you did not know what the hell happened. You were so dumbfounded that you didn't even know what to think. And then the next episode was Tunisia, correct? If I'm saying it right? Um, it was he just... Well, the next time you see Ben, I don't know if in succession if that was the next episode, but I know Maybe. the next time is you it, see Ben, he's in Tunisia. Is that not a season... Or you might have seen that already in a flashback, in uh, a yeah, flash exactly, forward. Exactly. That's I what think I we already too. saw that and in a flash forward. the teaser, and then this is yeah. like how they got to it. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That's possible. Yes, that is what happened. Um, season, and then number three is Live Together, Die Alone, Season 2, Episode 23 and 24. Um, It's when we learn everything about my favorite character. Brother? Is your favorite uh, character Charlie? He beats Charlie? I think Desmond beats Charlie. Desmond is definitely the best character in the show. Desmond and Ben, for me, are tied. I think Desmond... Ben... 
Ben as an actor and awesome. all of that, yeah. I'd say, is the best. You just like the character. But the, like character, the character of Desmond with the time travel in his head sure. and that that all is cool. the time travel gets me. And since Desmond is the key to the time travel, it makes it makes him my favorite character. Now, Charlie being incorporated in that story also made me like him. And I liked him to begin with. I liked his whole little story and his ring and little his Charlie. You like little Charlie? Charlie, as uh, Claire would call him. And uh, we learned that he might have caused Oceanic Eight Fifteen to have crashed on the island. That was big. That was big. Number two was the best episode, um, season four, episode five, "The Constant." That was a pretty awesome episode. Yes, uh, Damon Lindelof has been known to say that this episode is uh, one of the most important in relation to explaining the rules of time travel and how it works in the Lost Universe. Yes, also I can see that. Also, this episode, Desmond calls Penny on the phone. He had told her to wait at a certain time, and he called her. And she answers. And, yeah. And awesome episode. that was an amazing episode. We also learned a lot about uh, Daniel Faraday's journal, and he had written Desmond Hume is my constant. Uh, it was amazing. Romance. I, I need to rewatch the, the series. I think I think I need to rewatch the series. Before even telling you what number one is, I need to, you need to rewatch watch. the series. Okay, so listen, we're gonna we're gonna pause this folks, and he's gonna go rewatch all of Lost. <laughs> and then we'll be back. That's not going to happen, but I will show you the picture first of and number one. I will show you the picture first of number one because it's pretty outstanding. And they didn't see the picture. Number one is Through the Looking Glass, season three, episode 22 and 23. The picture is of Charlie putting his hand up to the glass with his hand saying, Not Penny's boat. Um, we all know that what that means. And to uh, finish out the news, you know, uh, we live in South Florida, and uh, for anyone that's in the South Florida area, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure <laughs> is playing at the uh, O Cinema. And yours truly will be in attendance. The O Cinema in Midtown. Um, this makes news. This makes... Uh... Pos- a potentially global news. Yeah, I mean, it's Bill. It's the 25th anniversary of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's how important this is to Craig. This has now become inter- potentially international news. I mean, and it's gonna, it's fun. I like the fact that these guys. I did do one this. of these uh, for Back to the Future a few years ago. I saw it um, in um, theaters. I went to Beetlejuice. Yeah, but th- this group is it's cool. It's actually a guy I went to high school with. And what he does, it's funny. Like, he used to sell mixtapes back then. You'd always see him walking alone, selling mixtapes. Hopefully, Mark, uh, you're not you're not listening to this podcast. But uh, there he was. He would just walk around. And uh, more of an acquaintance, I guess. I didn't know him that well. But I find out he's doing this. He, he's, he's cool. He's always been, like, kind of like his... He's been, like, out of the box, but not in a way that seems outlandish, in a way that seems like other people should think this way. Why aren't other people doing these things? Uh, so what he does is he just, he puts out like 25th anniversary showings. He sells them like on social media, just gets, sells the, uh, the concept, gets people to buy tickets in advance. Um, if you don't, if you don't he, he, uh, he has to hit a threshold or you just can't have 
the movie you know doesn't have the right to show it. Well, and we will also be receiving three packs of uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure cards uh, for for uh, cool. buying a ticket. Last time I went, when I went to Beetlejuice, my son got uh, White House Down hat and T-shirt, and uh, there was something comic book related. To I got a so. I got a poster when I went to Back to the Future. I went to now. This is going to date me. I, before Back to the Future Three came out, I watched the sneak like the early showing of that and it was back to the future back to back to back so they, they did that with harry potter first recently one, second when one, the seventh one came out premiered the third and it was awesome i got a t-shirt that said i saw back to the future back to back to back and it was written in the back to the future that's cool text which is pretty cool font i should say uh i only got that because my dad saw somebody he knew and we kind of talked to him for a while until we just like bled into the line and we were one of the first hundred people because of that. So we got our t-shirt. Well, I never got to see Back to the Future or Bill and Ted in theaters uh, due to my age. Mm -hmm. So both of these are really cool for me. Um, Bill and it Ted is, is one of my favorite movies. It basically in, in, uh, introduced me into time travel and this whole genre. Now, I ask you, if you hadn't seen that movie, don't you think something else would have sucked you in? Yeah, of course. But this was a goofy way to enter. And for, and ki for kids, too. Like, for kids. Uh -huh. um, I loved it. I loved it when I was a kid. And I, what I did like about the time travel in, in Bill and Ted is that they can just think of something and it automatically happens. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome that you brought that up because we discussed this before. And we, I said, Doctor Who does that as well. And I just recently watched... The episode with the Pandorica, when he does exactly that, he they see he him. The wrist they see him die. They see, he sees himself die. He has the wrist time travel thing. He goes, yes, he goes. He's like, "How did you know to get here?" He grabs the papers that are around him, writes it, goes, goes back and forth. Realizes he needs. Uh, he, he has to ha give the, go back and give the uh, the what is it? The Sonic. He has to go back and give them the Sonic, but he needs the Sonic. So he goes back and says, Rory, when you're done, when you put her in, when you're done, put the Sonic in her top pocket. And he just opens her jacket, pulls it out, and there it is. Well, that's, so that's because time has passed and he has time similar. traveled. It's similar. That's similar, but it's We're not the same. We're talking about make a mental note. In, 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 make in a Bill mental and Ted's notes. Excellent Adventure, Ted yeah. goes, yeah. I need the keys. I need the keys. Remember to mm -hmm. go back and put the keys behind mm -hmm. the sign. And then they look down and the yeah. keys are behind the sign. Uh, so, I mean, that, that's a whole different... I can't remember, but wasn't there an episode where Rose did something like that? Like the keys in the garden? Oh, no, it wasn't Rose. It was Donna. Was no, it Donna? Martha Jones Donna. did something like that. See, where... yeah, we're confusing all three. I don't know. Between the two of us, it was one of the three only... No, people. I remember the scene where Martha Jones ran all... into him before... I think it was Donna. Didn't Donna do something where she threw the keys in a bin? And I'm using a uh, British term because she probably said exactly that. And something with her mother? Is that, am I right about this? Who knows? So I believe it's time for predictions. Who knows? Who knows? So let's hear your prediction. It's about tomorrow, people, right? Yes, yes. I think Hillary. You know, Hillary, the, uh, the trainee with Stephen. Trainee with aspirations. Yes. The trainee with aspirations. And that one. The go-getter. Breasts. Or the, what? Uh, the, those two. She's she's 
fully uh, full complement of uh, characteristics. I think, personally, she's a mole for Julian. For Julian. Julian in this episode. Magneto, yeah. Is Magneto. <laughs> and... Yeah. So they're going to pursue that storyline, for sure. And she's going to be... I don't know. I think... She's following Stephen, right? At the end? The yeah, she was following Stephen. Multiple times. Not but just at the end. I kind of feel like she's just following him for her own uh, goals. To brown nose, possibly. To be like, by the book, she'd love to be the one who, like... Sells out the guy that's like the golden child exactly. that can do no wrong. Exactly, I get that, but I also think just with the way they're writing is that they make it to where you have an obvious rabbit hole to fall down, and then they come at you with none of this. And the uh, third trainee, the, hole, I think. the third trainee is uh, red shirt. He's a red shirt. Yes, that guy. He's is he Indian? He's like gone. I watch you with my son, and my son assumes Indian because half his family is Indian. And I always used to his, assume Hispanic when I would see people and not know if they're <laughs> Indian or Hispanic. But this guy could go either way, to be honest. Well, I think, I think he's, he's going away he pretty soon. Oh, he's done. Oh, you can geez. tell. You just look at him. You just look at his face. He's a deer in headlights already before anything's even happened. He, uh, well, you know what's funny? Uh, what if it ends up he's the, he's the plant. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he's quiet. Quiet and deadly. No, nah, he's done. He's done. Yeah. Well, my prediction... Is that he's done? Is that he is definitely done. That's your prediction? Yes. Is that your prediction of the week? No, I think mine will have to do with Arrow. Oh, here we are. Um, Well, I mean, the shows are very uh, connected. I mean, they're brothers. The two of them are brothers. It's just similar. It's the same production type of thing. They're both CW. Steven and Robbie Amell are the main characters. I mean... So, basically... I think this whole thing with uh, with Laurel, bringing her to rock bottom, and it's going to get her to come back and be something. Now, I don't know if she can be Black Canary, which she's supposed to be, no, the because they've already shown the sister, the Sarah, as Black Canary. But again, it's, it's, it's naming homage type of stuff, I assume. They right? just mix. They mix Throw and match to make, to make it their own. I understand Throw that. names around, yeah. But she's Laurel Lance, and I feel like... And she already kicks a little ass. She already kicks a little ass, and now she's hit rock bottom. I think she's going to be some sort she's of... She's going to have to put on some weight. Crusader. She's going to have to put on some, some weight. Some sort of... Uh, won't be believable. Well, I think this would be the opportunity. If that's if that's the direction they're going, I think that it's good. Because Arrow is supposed to be with Black Canary. I mean, that's how it is, right? Green Arrow with Black Canary. But he already has like a thing with the, the sister. sister. Who is Black Canary. Exactly. But she's Laurel Lance. Uh, they may or may not go that way. I, they they may, see, look, yeah. that's the intention of this. They they mix up the names and they mix up, mix up the characters, so you can still have like a little bit of a I don't exactly. know which way this is going for sure. It's not written in stone. Exactly. They may still go that way, but you don't know for sure. So you're gonna question. I think this would be a good opportunity for them. Maybe I really just want to see more. I love the way the show brings out characters. It's awesome that they bring in so many characters. Like, like they, they dig they, into uh, the well. They created the whole uh, Flash. Dip into um, the whole Flash origin story happened on Arrow, and we're going to get a spinoff from that. More comic book related TV shows means is a thumbs up for me. Like I, I, again, I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to have like very high expectations for what the show is going to be like, but 
the more the merrier. Anything that any news about you know more comic related storytelling, I'm 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 interested. So I'll be watching it. Let's see. Maybe uh, maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be good. Well, I think uh, normally in the show we would go to our uh, best and worst of the week, but I mean, there's only been a few shows on this week. Do you have anything? Um, worst of the week. How about? Well, I, I watch. I did watch Revolution. I think. See, the, the, I'm going to have to set a rule that I can't include Revolution in my worst of the week. Well, it doesn't even have to be the worst show, just the worst be. thing that happened. It's and that will pretty be. lame. Like, you know, Revolution I think I just... Uh, my worst of the week was that... Revolution. It was funny, but that pretty lame scene at the beginning of Arrow where uh, they're doing a lie detector test through Bluetooth. Oh. And because Felicity, like the Chloe, shoes. and every other uh, sidekick can just do things just like that with no problem at all. They're hackers though, that they're they're wonderful hackers. Uh-huh. They know how to do stuff. Hackers with billionaire buddies. Yeah, yeah. So that uh I'd say that was the worst part. Well, that's going to happen every episode. You can expect that to happen forever. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw I Frankenstein Last night, which is terrible, but it's fun to watch. But it's not; it's stupid, you know. Terrible pacing and just just silly across the board. But uh, they had things like that, like they had a timer. You know the concept of Frankenstein, obviously. Right. Dead person. uh, What is it? Re. Reanimated. Reanimated. Okay, they're using that technology to reanimate like thousands of other bodies. And there's a little LCD on each of them that's got like one percent reanimated, two percent reanimated. Well, where, who, where's the reanimated sensor? Like, they're all going to reanimate exactly at the same time. Yeah, to... that's how the device must work. Nonsense. So, uh... but it's that Hollywood magic that we get. Like, uh... so I guess I Frankenstein will be your worst of the week because uh, I have to. I, I guess if I tell yes, yes, definitely. I guess if I, I have to put revolu- uh, revolution off limits, I have to do that. So yes, my answer is I, I Frankenstein. <laughs> it's a uh, it's like well, a guilty pleasure. You don't go there expecting um, anything too serious, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the best also would come from Arrow. I think that last scene was pretty gratifying. Where he finally agrees to help Roy as his take Roy under his wing. That's interesting because you you take that away as as what's I guess I mean that's what's more important to you. You like the fact that he's going to have like a sidekick. To me, not that he's going to have a sidekick because you I like don't that think story. it's still going in that direction. To me, two things. I happen. just like that they're acknowledging the fact that he is Roy and he's they Red Arrow have. and. It's but a, not with the two of them. They have acknowledged it, but not between the two. Never between him. Sure, he's he always okay. ignores him, and he always... But you, what, what's, what's happening is they've obviously been leading to it, because right. he has been working for him, just not knowing who he is, and he still doesn't. We're expecting that maybe eventually he'll find out who he is, a secret and whatnot, right? But he's been working for him already. This is not beginning. This is not new. Right. right. He's been working for him. but And then he shot him... 
the yeah. arrow. Somehow it's still working for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that's interesting. You take that away from the show. To me, uh, I think Deathstroke is awesome. That to me is the big thing of the episode. To me, well, that's, kind of that would be that, my favorite. Though. I mean, but he's in the, him outfit. in the outfit. With the mask, we've seen him with the mask. Not that on mask. The island. Not the same. On the island. Different mask. That's like his full-on look right there. That's him, and he's going to be around. And he's like the badass. Like Brother Blood is, is or whatever his name Sebastian is. Sebastian Blood. Sebastian Blood. What is his, what is his uh, role? He's... He's running for mayor. He's running for mayor, but he's a, what, a commissioner? He's something, though, already. Not commissioner. So, either way. Um... So, yeah, my best would be Deathstroke. Deathstroke. He's kind of awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of bothering me that Slade is so um, hell-bent on destroying Arrow, but, I mean, we haven't seen everything that's happened it's on the insanity, island yet. insanity, I feel. I feel that insanity has taken that the, the fact that he's got those powers. Uh, well, yeah, he was already choking is, him in the first ten minutes. He's already losing it. his anger, or whatever. But I, I think it's integrated. It's it's part of him. It's what's changed him from his friend to his now his enemy. That still clings, I guess, to the history. And the fact that he's going to find out most likely kill him, but in a that good way. he caused uh, Shadow's death. He saw it. What do you mean? He saw he that no, but that he that arrow um, had the choice and chose to save Sarah. Yes, so he doesn't watch that. He doesn't know that. He doesn't yet, know that. I mean. But he will. I believe he will, and that's what is probably going to get him set on this path towards. He probably already, yeah. He already knows that at this point. We're going to go back and see how we haven't out. seen that sure, yet. Sure, sure, sure. We but he knows about it. That's that why he's yet. after him. Right, right. We also haven't seen who has trained Arrow. We've only seen uh, Yao, Yao Fen, was that his name? That's why uh, Shadow's father. That's why he wears the hood. But that's right. why he wears the hood, but he was only with him for a year, maybe less. And then he's dead, Shadow's dead. We're going to see him really get trained. He's, we see him on the island still. He's not really the arrow we know today. We still have three years of him being on the island. He was on the island for five years. We've only seen about two of them. Have we seen that much? We have not seen, seen him that get much. trained yet. We, he we still haven't has seen to two meet years, somebody. I don't believe. We still, we still have to see him meet somebody to get trained. No, I, I, well, he's, he has to learn Russian. He has to do a lot of things, right? So I, he's going to leave the island, and he's going to continue training. It's like a Bruce Wayne type of thing. That's a, this is a good thing to talk about in the news section, but it's our first podcast, so now it's over here. Uh, Gotham is going to have Bruce Wayne. Gotham is going to be the Gotham that they're showing on Fox. The ship, the new show, um, yes. is going to um, focus, basically focus on Commissioner Gordon. As but uh, Bruce Wayne is going to be on it as from twelve years old on, so it's going to be like a Smallville kind of thing. Really? I don't know if, if, if I don't know if any of you well, guys. Well, that would make sense. Gotham, Smallville. I, I don't know if any of you guys listen to the Kevin Smith, any of Kevin Smith's podcasts. But um, him and, and Paul Dini, who's huge in, in comic books, and he's the one who, who did the uh, Batman animated series. He's one of the main writers of that. He also worked on Lost for a bit. But uh, they just kind of brainstormed this idea of a Smallville with Bruce Wayne. And they came up with this whole co- concept, which is 
kind of pretty cool, pretty awesome. And a lot of people on Twitter just kind of blew up talking about it. And they just recently announced, Fox does, that they're going to have Bruce Wayne. So a lot of people think they kind of stole the idea because it's very coincidental that this comes out like maybe a month after they say it on the podcast. Either way, who cares? The story is going to be done and that's great. I really want to see that. And the way uh, Kevin Smith's, you know, uh, their their concept of the show was him being in like in, in, in a boarding school and him like studying, learning how to become the detective. You know, we, we've already seen Batman go off and study uh, martial arts and do all that, but we haven't really seen him do like a Sherlock sort of training. And that's what this would be. And yeah, this would be, I mean, I did hear the show was going to be basically a procedural, but using um, Commissioner Gordon yeah. as the person. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, you know, if it goes in this direction... They have to focus that makes it a lot even, on Bruce. That makes it even better. It'll steal the... Still the spotlight a little. Well, but I, uh, we'll see how they do it. Who knows what, what real direction they're going to go? That was all speculation, Kevin Smith's speculation, actually. I think uh, I think that's a good uh, spot to end on. And this has been our first podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. It's uh, Craig and Chris. We don't need roads. And you can follow us on Twitter at WDNR Podcast. And uh, thanks for listening. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads.